You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee right here on LA Talk Radio. Yeah, I, I'm learning it all the time. Yeah, excellent. So, uh, welcome to the show, guys. Uh, we're running a little late. Alan Lee's not going to be here tonight. Uh, Rosie Tran's going to take his place as co host, and she's not here, but the guest is. The guest is here. Yes, uh, so, I'm here. I'm, I'm, uh, so, I'm here. I uh, came yesterday, though, so I was really... Oh, here's the co-host, and she's running in. Okay. Hey, Rosie. Hey. Excellent. We were just saying how the guest is here before the co-host. This is awesome. It's all right. Hi. Uh, I'm I was right behind uh, you, Greg. Oh, you were? I was like, Greg. You did? Yes. Yeah, this is Greg. But how did we get... Like, you were behind me in my car while walking. I'm walking. How did we get so separated? Because I'm slow and I was really far behind. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, okay. I got, I got lucky with an elevator, too. Yeah. I got in, there was an elevator going up. Turns out it was going straight up to well, the same. Well, the parking on this one was so weird because, like, usually they let us park, in, but, like, the guy's new or something. He's like, you can't park here. I was like, I'm here every week. He's like, you can't park here. I was like, what? So yeah. Yesterday like, he said, what's a podcast? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go ahead and just park out here on the street. I yeah. feel like this whole thing feels bad, and I'm, I may not be able to get my car back when I come back down. So, Greg came here yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. how was yesterday? It was I, good. Yeah. For, for a different podcast? No, no. For this, this podcast. Uh oh. Yeah. I don't read all of my uh, correspondences, or I get pieces of it in my head, and then I think, well, I'm close. Maybe I'll just go. Maybe this is. Yeah. I know you had surgery. So you were you really early. Today. Oh, is that surgery? Is what I had. Yeah. I knew it was something fun. I knew it was something that would be good. So yeah. So, Greg, I think I opened for you one time at Brea. Uh, I don't doubt that. Did you ever feature uh-huh. or or like you were? Fe- I think you were featuring for David Tal, but then you like headlined the Thursday night or something. Oh, was it? Uh, that was in Irvine. Irvine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, yes, yeah. That was after a sort of an. Uh, um, uh, I had been headlining, and I um, and I had a freakout on, on stage in New York, uh-huh. and uh, called my managers and said, "I don't want to go. I don't want to be on the road anymore," because at the time I had been, I was very popular for a book that I'd written, and the crowds were all people that wanted to hear about the book, and I don't. Is I, it? That he's just he's not just that not that into you, yeah. 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 So the crowds were all women, and they wanted to hear relationship, relationship advice. I, I, up into that book, I had never written any, and it wasn't my. The book was sort of an anomaly. So anyway, long story short, I like I flipped out on a bachelorette party one night, and I was like, they have every re- you know, like there's no reason for me to. Well, the girl was not a good person, but um, <laughs> she just kept talking. She kept talking. And, I was just trying to, and like she clearly, they, you know, she didn't like my act, and it was fine. But I, I said, uh, you know, like I tried at one point, I tried to get her to be quiet. And uh, what's right. the language? Can we be okay? Yeah, you can okay. say whatever you want. I said, uh, uh, I just get fined. It's cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's just put a number out there. I'm not gonna go. Like, let's just put a number. Let's put like you know, seven hundred dollars worth of fucks. Yeah, and, no, no, it's cool because I, I whatever. Oh. I, <laughs> I said, um. Uh, this woman just kept talking, talking, and you know, like when there's somebody talking in the crowd, nobody pays any attention. So, and it, it is 20 years to the day that I've started stand-up. So I've been doing stand-up for 20 years right. on this day. So Thursday nights in um, Caroline's in New York, it's almost sold out. Um, and uh, I say to this woman, uh, uh, are you a fan of my books? And she said, yes. And I said, have you uh, read my book? Please shut up so that <laughs> the rest of us can enjoy our fucking evening. <laughs> and that didn't go well at all. Uh-huh. So then I went to the other side of the room and I did this other, there were these people that seemed more, they were just seemed high, but they were looking <laughs> in the right direction. So I went and stood in front of them. And then I did this big bit that I do about magic and she didn't enjoy it. And she went, boo. And I turned around and I walked over and I said, ah. Uh, <laughs> really quietly, really quietly, like not like a, not like you when you see a guy flip out on stage, but like that mannered, like right in her face. Yeah, I go I've like I'm this. about to snap. I'm gonna, I'm, I am snapping. This is snapping. This is me. You know, like I would say, um, I, you know, uh, in that moment, you are. I'm losing. Like right. I am. I lost control. Like right. she's won, but it, it's gonna feel. But like in a I've bad won. way. Yeah, because I'm gonna say to her, "I hate you. You, uh, you're a bad person. You have a black heart, yeah. uh, and uh, and some other thing." And then she started crying, and then that was weird. And then I didn't know. Then I didn't know because I didn't have a plan after. Fuck you. I didn't right. have a plan after I told her she was a horrible person. Where I was going with it? 
So I don't ever, it never, I never do that. Right. And then um, uh, she she pulled the book out and then she started saying, I, I was seeing this guy and now we we're not together. And she was crying, but she had a kind of a mean voice like this. It was kind of, <laughs> she's pretty, but she didn't, her her voice was not empathetic. You know, she, she snorted. <laughs> it was just like a thing. And, uh, and she said, uh, and she said, uh, no, I'm alone or whatever. And the guy I thought she was part of ba- the bachelorette party. She was, uh, she was with the yeah, but she was not the bachelorette. Oh, okay. I like, you the bachelorette was just, the bachelorette was just like mortified, like oh my god, how is this my bachelorette party? It sounds like my ex girlfriend. <laughs> which one? The ba- no, this lady. Yeah. That's why I broke up with her. I was like, you made Greg have a meltdown. It's over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I appreciate that. I yeah. appreciate that. I think I did you a favor. Yeah. She, uh, but I was like, this is my favorite comic. You're doing this to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But he's not being that. He's funnier than this usually. <laughs> he just usually doesn't do relationship this. jokes. Yeah, this weird like he's now a murderer uh, in a movie thing, talking like this. <laughs> so she finally she said something like "I'm alone" or whatever, and a guy stood up across the rooms in New York. A guy stood up and he goes, "Well, no wonder when nobody will fuck you." And, <laughs> and the crowd kind of laughed, and then I was like giving him the "fuck, dude, don't," but also "thank you." Like, the cut sign, but also "oh, dude, yeah, come back Thursday." <laughs> tour manager and uh, and then this other guy goes hey I'll fuck her and then the place went wild and I just said thank you good night so I went back to my um, uh, went back to the you know, the green room and called my manager and said I can't you know I have this thing that I'm super popular for and I'm grateful for it but I don't know how to do stand up around it and people come and they're disappointed and I've been doing stand up for 20 years and that's yeah. what I really want to do and I couldn't make them meet so I quit I just was like take me off the road and then Damn I asked him called. Could I go open for people? Could oh. I just go feature for people with comedy audiences? Like, I'm happy to go. I don't even have to get paid. But could I go? And so the first two they got me were Patton, who I've known for a long time, Benatel, who I knew a little bit. And yeah. that weekend was awesome. It was like nobody even knew who I was. So they didn't <laughs> care. They had no expectation. And I could just do whatever I wanted. And, yeah. um, uh, so I think I met you then. I'll have a 30-minute story to everything you say, and then we'll be done. That's how Rosie met you. <laughs> But so I met you at that show. That's right. That's right. And we had a good time. We enjoyed it. Yeah. We did have a good time. So, yeah. Gray, here's the second question. Was Rosie funny? Yes. He doesn't <laughs> remember. He doesn't even remember Hilarious. me. I can't imagine. He doesn't even remember me. I can't imagine. Well, I'll be honest. I don't remember that, that particular <laughs> night. It would, be, it would be, you know. I'm glad it was Irvine because when I opened for Dave at Brea, I had hor- horrible sets. I don't know why. You, everyone, that's when Dave said but Dave, did Dave him. ask you to open for him yeah well then you must be good yeah he actually told me to stop opening for him <laughs> but uh, in a good well, way in I, a good way I think he I mean we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said to stop like a like a <laughs> like a, it was something you were doing no like, no like he, was, he, he cornered was, me and he said you're too funny to be opening oh and okay. you need yeah. to and he said stop being a crutch and he said that he spent 10 years of his career in comedy hell because he was too scared to go off on his own. And it was a very, very sweet. And I was like, oh, I was like, thank you. But also, I don't want to lose work. <laughs> right. You know, Norm, Norm actually just did that to me last week. I've been with Norm for about four years. And, you know, Norm McDonald. Yeah. He's a, yeah, he's he, a PG. He's like my comedy dad. And I was supposed to do Vegas with him this week. And he said, uh, you're not doing Vegas. Uh, you know, and like, it like hurt me, you know. But like he said compliments about it. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, it was time to move on. So I called Greg. Yeah, <laughs> and we're going uh, to be working together. And I, I just have to get work, but as soon as I do, you're my man. Yeah. Room of unemployed comics. I know. I actually, I actually. You're doing show. Irvine Improv. I've got Irvine. Yeah. It's already booked. Those we're, fallout. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're I call gonna myself uh, my career it. fallout boy. Or uh, Hal Sparks canceled. And, uh, and that's not a. That is not derisive towards Hal. That is just uh, you know. But Greg, I just want you to know if I was at that gig with you when you said, "Have you read that book?" Uh, shut the fuck up I would have been like you know with the moment awkward I would have been like that's your best book (laughs) dude thank you it's concise uh, we put the answers on the cover you don't have to go inside shut up shut up why are you talking be quiet let people laugh I would love it if somebody wrote a self help book for for audiences yeah like how to 
like how to be an audience. Like if you're going to a club for the first <laughs> one page, time, here's what you don't know. You yeah. know what I mean? Shut up. Turn off your cell phone. Shut up. Unless you're laughing. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's weird to me if, if somebody's talking and you're, why would you be on your phone in, into a microphone? Yeah. If someone's talking to a microphone, unless it's happening at like, unless it's come to you like a protest. Right. But if you've gone to the microphone, if you've paid to sit near the microphone, it feels like you should shut up now. Yeah, like right? you shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. I'm not super offended if it's someone that looks like they're 18, but if it's like a 40 year old mom, I'm like, okay, you know better. Right. And right. she's like on her phone. If it's like someone that looks like a millennial that looks like they're 19 or something, I'm like, I'll make fun of them, but it's not that big of a deal. But if it's a mom and she's sitting in the front row, like texting and on her phone, you're like, lady, come I on. Don't, I even mind it as long as it doesn't go with talking. Oh, like yeah. Like, if they're talking, if they're not into it, yeah. fair enough. That's, I can't. <laughs> what am I supposed to, like, you, you didn't get up and walk out. You're not calling. You're not, you're not, you're not yeah. you know, maybe you're texting the manager, but you're not going, you know, like, you're not making a big deal. Exactly. I don't care if so, you're fa- Speaking of texting, I got to ask you this because we were just talking about it. Yeah. Uh, Greg was going to tell me some what text messages mean according to his daughter, and I actually need to know this because I have Asperger's, so I don't know what, like. So you said K means they're mad so at you. My, so my daughter said, if somebody okay, if some now if somebody reads your text and because everyone knows whether you've read your text or not, which I wait, find, how can you tell that? There There's are, a check mark. Well, on, or or like on an iPhone, it'll say red. Oh yeah, I know that about on yeah. an iPhone. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there are places like I don't know. I'm not on Snapchat, but apparently, like in Snapchat, you can tell if somebody's looked at it or not. And oh, yeah. I don't know. So anyway. So obviously, if you've read something and not responded, that's bad. And then okay. if you respond, my daughter said, if you respond with just K, uh, that means you're not okay with it. It's like a passive. It's like, <laughs> like a passive aggressive. Okay. Right. I guess. I guess. K. But two Ks, is, two Ks is supposed to okay, I suppose, but which it must be. So two school. Ks is good. KK is good. Yeah. Okay. And then KKK is racism. And then KKK is yeah. So just for yeah, just okay. for white people or like black people. Now listen, I'm. This is how I swing with the clan. Right. KKK. Because it got me worried because my dad always responds in K and my mom always responds to me in KK. So as long as my mom likes me. Right. 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 So I'm good there. Oh man, I feel old. I still put okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I mean, K A Y. Is okay still? Is that like too old person? Are either are are either both of you single? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm married. Oh, you're married. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. And how long have you been married? Seven years. Okay. So you. But we're about to break this marriage up in thirty minutes. My new book actually is called How to Keep Your Marriage Stop writing relationship books! I know, I know, I can't help, I know. You're like, I wrote this book, and now I can't do material, but I only want to do sit-up. I wrote another one. Right, that that is called bipolar. Um, (laughs) That is a guy who creates a problem for himself uh, that he can't get out of, that he created, that he can't get out of, that he created, but he can't get out of it. He created (laughs) Um, yeah, well, I happen to be good at it. I just, uh, I just don't want to do stand up about it. Okay. It's not. I find that it, it is um, uh, unless you're being really broad about it, which is an interesting. Um, it, it's a really sensitive subject for people, and so it's better to be funny about it in the context of it being real, as opposed to being, uh, you know, just making fun of it or you yeah. know saying you know because usually you have, have either of you seen Hannah Gadsby's special no i no. haven't but i keep seeing the billboard and i'm like Ooh, it's what is unreal that? if is you're it? a comic it's a must yeah and she Nanette? talks about that yeah, yeah which yeah. is what she named the show for no reason she goes i didn't have a name for my show in australia where she's from i've toured with her in australia where she's from you do shows and you do festivals so you write a new hour every year and for then montreal or? for well this is the uh, melbourne international comedy oh Festival, yeah, yeah and those festivals are all over europe yeah yeah and you have to do new hour because they keep seeing you every year and they like yeah. right and they, they, they put you stuff. in a theater and they right. are meant to have kind of a one per- they're supposed to be sort of a one person feel about it although most people are just trying to figure out how their stand up will work in an hour theme right um but so she goes i just i named mine before I wrote it. It was called Nanette about this woman I met that I thought would be interesting, and then I forgot all about her. But I kept the name of the show. <laughs> uh, she's an incredibly, incredibly funny woman. But this special goes beyond. Yeah. And it sort of explained to me like there's that point in your stand-up sometimes where you go, okay, I've done this for an hour now, and it's kind of fun. we're fun. It's funny, but nothing has been said, and I'm starting to feel like it's meaning. After a while, you go, I want to. Nothing profound, have, you mean? Yeah, profound. Yeah. Or just like you're sharing. Like you came there to share something. You came there for a reason. You're not just there to entertain them you know with you know just so that they I just want to make sure you laugh for an hour so make right. sure you, you laugh okay i think for most of us we feel like 
there's some other reason I must be doing this, and I want to get to that. But the the risk or the way you know to do it in a comedy club is hard because people are like, "No, I just came for I'm having nachos." Also, <laughs> right, right. I didn't come for a cry. If I was going to come for a cry, I wouldn't eat this shitty food. I would just be sitting in a theater seat. Have you ever like done stand up with that exact same feeling, but more than an hour, and then like it like goes by like two hours and three hours, and you didn't realize it, and you're like, "That was fun." You know what I mean? I mean, done three hours. Have I done three hours? Of yeah, but like you just keep going, but you feel like you're doing an hour. And then well, I mean, I think sometimes, I mean, I have. Yeah. I have a tendency to run a little bit long Sa- now. Same here. And when I used to open for her, she used to get mad at me. You're going long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did I get mad at yeah. you? Oh, I have a call. Why do I have a call? Do you, do you want to take calls? I don't, absolutely sure. All right, we'll take calls. He's like, why do I have a call? You're on the air. Uh, I've never taken calls. Is that Hello? What Hello? Uh, Is your refrigerator running? Uh, oh, God. I got back. That was like my first call in like it's five years. <laughs> I've been trying to get you for nine years, and then like, uh, you know, it's hard because, you know, Oprah and then The View, and then all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, how, how did you try before? Oh, I was just me. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, I, like you text, like, like, I, never, I was here yesterday. <laughs> I think I got back to you probably like 15 minutes yeah. after you wrote me. Hey, yeah, I'm available. Yeah. I'm around. I'm, I'm around. Is there I'm a, an open mic? I'd love to go. Yeah, I've only had this for two years, so. But yeah, yeah, it's um. Uh, I don't uh, think podcasting was around nine years ago. No, no, it's like pretty new. Yeah. Um, I well, think you that's, had a podcast. Yeah, yeah, I think it. I think that's that was when it started around the time yeah. it started. Is nine? Is that right? I think so. Yeah. Because you were like one of the first guys who had a podcast. Oddly enough, right? Yeah. I remember when Dave, my partner at the time, Dave Anthony, was like, we're do a podcast. I go, Marin's already doing a podcast. There's already Marin and Pardo. Like, there was only two. Yeah, There's there enough. was Marin. There was enough. Marin. Dave Anthony from Ellie Podfest? Pardo. Yeah, yeah. Dave and I had a, had a podcast called Walk in the Room that was... Um, yeah. It was way funnier than this one. Weird. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. Not at all. No, no I loved it. It I was mean. a. It was good. It was, I think, ultimately a dangerous podcast for both of us to be in because it was sort of about two guys, one who'd never succeeded and the other one who was failing. This was right after this event with the, with yeah. the yelling and um, we were doing my it in my closet yeah. and I was like, I have my own talk show and now I'm doing a podcast from the closet of my house. Uh, Things have changed. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and, uh, and uh, so we, and we also were I think it was dirty, not <laughs> dirty in a not dirty in a sexist way, just filthy. Yeah, like, just saying whatever was on your mind. Yeah, yeah, just about yeah, whatever. And but now, like it seems like everyone's like all censored now. Like uh-huh. especially past two years, like it's like oh, be careful what you say because it's you know what I mean. But like back then, it's like oh, whatever. <laughs> well, I feel like you know back then you no one was listening. Yeah, yeah, that's so yeah. you were like, look, we're doing what we want, and then people who would find you would be so happy to find you that you would build this sort of hardcore audience that I yeah. still sort of have of people that like just love that thing um but then as the as always happens then it becomes a, a market that's filled with things and then people go well i can't just talk yeah no, i'm gonna do mine about pants and then there's a, <laughs> and, then that's, and they go man how many pants podcasts are there i love pants you know yeah. like you just i think people do like you know so now it's very niche and people have like you know yeah. his, you know you know dave's thing that he does now is a is a history podcast oh that's you know? cool yeah, yeah. The yeah. only things I like about history is John Wilkes Booth and uh, JFK. Both of those are covered. The John yeah. Wilkes Booth uh, is, uh, yeah. he, they, they, they went about that, I think. I think I have like some weird fascination about people in history who have three names. And have been in, uh, in a, either in our, in our on one end or the other of yeah, the yeah. assassination? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, like John Wilkes Booth obviously is an assassination, but John, JFK never was. He was just assassinated. But he's right. part of the. Oh right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. I was like, I don't think yeah. Jeff one, was the, one was the one was the one was the gifter, and the other one was the receiver. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but no, like I, I, I like I understand because like I, I write screenplays, romantic comedy screenplays, and like my stand-up, it, you know, I talk about in my stand-up, I mostly talk about having autism and how it's, you know, frustrating sometimes and the beauty of it. I, I enjoy the romantic comedies, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, wanted to, I wanted to pitch a, a thing so we could, like, sell a movie together. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, fair yeah. enough. I'm I, a, wanted, I wanted to do this on air because I don't have a lawyer and... <laughs> 
sorry. Right, right, right. right, right. Yeah. We know that this is your idea. Yeah. And, and also, the witness. Yeah. And also people know that I am listening to this idea. I'm not going to steal it. Exactly. You know, or I'm going to steal it because I wrote part of it. Yeah. You heard it. <laughs> exactly. And Rosie's cast as the, the lead. No, no. And the, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Like See, we're already in a fight. Exactly. That's perfect. But the only thing that, like. The only way this gets made is because of Rosie. Two white, guys exactly. with an, two guys with an idea now called, <laughs> called gas station attendants, yeah. which they had to start letting people sell gasoline because they needed something for us to do. But the only thing I, ha- I demand is we Hashtag have to have... Hashtag diversity. The only thing I demand is we have to have John Cusack in it. That's it. Oh, I'm, I'm, okay. that makes me... Have you, have you watched any of his recent movies? Yeah. He does a lot of bandana work. That's right. Uh, where he's undercover. That's why I think we could get him. <laughs> so. He also responds on Twitter a lot. He's very active with his Twitter fans. He never responds to me. I know. I've seen your tweets. Yeah, like You're a, like, do the podcast, I have, John. I have a weird John Cusack obsession. I always, well, I always find that when, when a woman says that about a guy... Who, yeah, you know who uh, has a Twitter feed. A lot of times, you're like, well, he responds to women. <laughs> Do you need me to tweet at him? Well, you know, you know what it is, is because like um, that would be. I think between your next show, the next time you're on here, you should tweet. He at him did sit behind me at a play once, and he was wearing bass makeup. Okay, I don't need to know that. Like, I don't have like a gay obsession <laughs> with him. I like, I, I think he's. I was just, just shocked. A, I was just no. shocked that he was wearing makeup. Uh, well, you know, he's been in a. You know, he's been in one of the better romantic Ooh. comedies of all time. Yeah. So, which uh, one was your high favorite? High Fidelity. High Fidelity. Oh yeah, yeah, that was great. I like. This is weird, but I like Must Love Dogs. I haven't seen that. I, you know what? I uh, <laughs> I don't remember. I, yeah. I have to look it up on Netflix. Well, it's oh, I guess uh, yeah. Gross Point Blanks a romantic comedy. Yeah, yeah. Where he's the That's assassin. A good one. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. Okay, but back to the point. Let me pitch this idea. Okay. So this guy. Do you want to pitch it on the air? Yeah. In case someone, Why someone, not? a listener steals it. We said it well, we have, we have, we have and then we could of, uh, sue we them. Of, uh, yeah, this yeah. is genius. Trust okay. me. Okay, all right, yeah. timestamp. This is why my lawyer fired me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. He fired you? Yeah. Wait, can you... Uh, anyway, here's the thing. So this guy, like, he has Asperger's, right? And he doesn't know, like, he, he like, he, he, like, invites a girl up. And, you know, he's like, hey, you want to have sex? And she's like, no, you know? <laughs> and uh, okay. he's, like, all weird and stuff. And then, like, he talks to you, like, and we could call it, she's just not into you. But, oh, that, so that is the, the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, instead of he, we change it right, to she. Right, 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 right. I love And I love we it. take the exact I love everything we, about it. I love yeah. everything about it. Right? Yeah. Let's get that and turn around. Exactly. Let's, uh, let's assign a. Uh, we, okay. We, but basically, we you know we we could forget Drew Barrymore, we could forget Jen Hampson, we just get John Cusack, you, me, Rosie. Is John Cusack the person with Asperger's, or is it you? As long as I have a scene with John Cusack, okay. he could be my lawyer. I don't care. That's <laughs> you know, you could be whatever. You know, you could be the star. I'm just saying. I didn't do just, that good a job, and he's just uh, not that into you. I don't know that I. Let know. me pra- <laughs> let me practice my lines. No, I don't want to have sex with you, Keith. How oh, is that? It. I love. How is that? Yeah. Uh, where do you cast her? Yes. Oh, excellent. <laughs> yeah. She didn't put a. She didn't put a lot of. She didn't put it too much. Yeah. No, Keith. That's what we need. No. She sounds, she sounds appropriately annoyed, uh, but also like not like it was ever going to happen. Like she doesn't feel threatened. Wait, does she sound annoyed? I can't tell. She's a little. Well, uh, no, no. Oh. I'm not going to have sex with you, Keith. Uh, oh. Again. No. No. Oh. Uh, Stop asking me. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. always like whenever I ask a girl, they say, "Oh, it's my time of the month." I'm like, "Okay." Really? They always That's the say excuse? that, and I think that they all have the time on the month on the exact same day. I wanted them to make a romantic <laughs> comedy about a guy that likes a girl and then feels bad about liking her because you're not supposed to and doesn't know how to talk to her and never and nothing ever happens. Yeah. It's like in the now, it's in the Me Too thing. Where Slice he's of like, Life I'd movie? Like to, yeah, like he's like, he's like, I like her. And it's like, should I go up and talk to her? It's like, that just is, that's a reductive thing if you go up and talk to her. Why didn't she come up and talk to you? Well, she doesn't know why. Well, what are you going to say to her? Well, exactly. Her a compliment. That's also reductive. That's demeaning towards women and compliments. Thre- and now you're threatening her. <laughs> now you're threatening her life. Exactly. And then, it, and then nobody goes out with anybody. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Unless you sign a waiver from your attorney that says you have full consent. That's right. <laughs> Unless you fire your attorney. <laughs> See, I knew we clicked you know? yeah yeah yeah, yeah so. I, I bet it's hard to date right now yeah well, maybe it, maybe not maybe people don't think about it I don't know yeah but I mean Rosie is it hard to date I'm married she's married oh <laughs> you know my husband oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> it's very hard to date like it's very hard but it's very hard to date when you grow after married women no he works in uh, the entertainment industry but not as a comedian well can he get Greg a job no 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 yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he works at DreamWorks. Oh, see? What does he do? Uh, oh. He works at IT. Oh. Yeah. Does right. he know someone who could get us a meeting to pitch our She's Not Into You? So he can go pitch. DreamWorks has an unlimited employee pitch program. Ooh, tell us so more. So he can oh, he can go pitch, but no. So if I come up with an idea and I write it, he unlimited can, meaning that uh, uh, you can pitch as many times as, as you many want. times as you want, whenever you want. But then, but it's part of their like keeping it within the family. So if I wrote something and gave it to him to pitch, he could pitch and sell it, but I couldn't go in and pitch. So I would have to just lose the credit. No, Greg would pitch. Greg can't pitch. I can't pitch. Why, why, why? I mean, I can't. I'm actually very good at it. Yeah, he's he, probably great, but you can't. It's like you can only pitch if you're in DreamWorks. They have a DreamWorks pitch program. Oh, the so IT guy can go. The, I, the janitor can pitch. Okay, so we got to find the janitor. Oh, man, the janitor yeah. can pitch. The janitor right. can pitch. And it's their way of like keeping it in the family and then giving you... Um, and do they have like an example of somebody who pitched internally that wasn't like in development? They yeah. do. They do. One of his coworkers pitched Is he a, a good janitor? He's not a janitor. He's another IT guy. He pitched like a short film to them and they bought the concept. Oh. Yeah. That's really cool. We got to find us a janitor. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I don't think you're understanding show business. (laughs) I mean, you're, you're, uh, uh, you just can't retitle people's books and get John Cusack. (laughs) Uh, Is what I would say to you in the pitch. She's just not that into you. It's it's a twist that I created. It's a twist. Based on your book. It's my twist. And also, uh, John Cusack seems undateable now, so it feels like it would work. Exactly. Uh, And uh, and so it should be pretty pretty good. Here's the movie. John Cusack tries to make a move. I'm offended, and I sue him. Yes. Yeah. But in and then during the court case, uh, he, he tweets about how much he hates Trump. And he, <laughs> thank God he's. I, I just am glad everyone's tweeting. If yeah. you tweeted yesterday, you did your part, and we all we yeah. all did our part. We do, all did do you our think part. it's a little too much though? Like I, mean, I don't even think it may. I think it's. I think it is a. Yeah. Uh, the more I think about it, the more, and I'm just as guilty of it as anybody else. But I think it's just a gigantic distraction that is people that energy. Somewhere else, exactly. The negative well. energy towards Trump, you mean? Yeah, or just yeah. your, you know, I mean, your, um, I just think your reactions just, or your yeah. understanding of it. I mean, I think there's very, very smart people, but they're spending a lot of time on Twitter. And then uh, I watched that movie uh, yesterday with my kids, the one about the last year, Obama's last year in office. And you go, what is it called? What is the film called? Final year. It's on uh, a, on uh, HBO. Is and, it a um, documentary? Yeah, it's a documentary, oh, and they okay. get and they get all access, and they follow um, uh, members of his cabinet and him around in their very final year. And you see, the, like, oh, Trump, you know, well, he's not going to become president, and right? You, and then you see him, like, oh my god, he might. And then there, then uh, then the night of, there's a uh, at the uh, White House, there's a um, a group of women, the uh, uh, every U.S. living U.S. woman ambassador comes mm-hmm. to watch Hillary win and break the glass ceiling. Oh, my God. And they're just crying they, in the corner. They, they, they watch their faces. Like, even the part where, like, they're kind of being funny about it when he starts to catch up, and they're like, and then all of a sudden it just goes like... Whoa. Like the air know, gets sucked out of the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, in, yeah it's intense. It's intense. And so it's, they, a, it's yeah. a recommended a good documentary. Though. It's a good documentary. Okay, because I like documentaries. What, but you see what working in government... Like, people but who really you, you work You need to hold your stomach. And, and, yeah. You know, like, what it really is as opposed to, like, you know, ripping a few people apart on Twitter. But I think, you yeah. know, um, um, it's not been good for... Uh, I, don't, I don't know that it's good for anybody. No. I, I don't know that all this social media stuff is... is uh, I think healthy. it's getting too... Yeah, I agree. I don't think it's good for anyone. I think people are distracted. All the studies show it makes you more depressed, right? Yeah, well, you just <laughs> well, have so much more information. Well, yeah, and I suffer from depression and social media. Oh, like, yeah, makes it magnifies it, way it, right? bad. Like, do you know what Reddit is? Reddit, yeah. Reddit. Yeah. So, like, I promote the show on Reddit, and they, they kicked it out. Like, they said it's spam or whatever. LA Talk Radio Show? The show? Podcast? No, yeah, Or yeah. your comedy shows? My... my my shit my podcast okay. and they said raise the wrist is spam and like and now i can't post on reddit and i was like wait for so first second you guys can come to my shows judge me by my comedy and insult me on a internet form you know what i mean like because i have autism and people think that if you have autism you're retarded is there a thread on right. there where people are making fun of you oh yeah so like you guys could allow that and that's not spam but if i say hey Listen to me and my great interview with Greg Barrett about our great John Cusack movie. <laughs> I, I think what happens there is that's where the people go, I hate Greg Barrett. Yeah. I hate you. I hate this post. Reddit yeah. has turned very trollish. Very, very exactly. trollish. I was, I, Keith called me, what, a month ago and I was crying 
because I was like attacked and there was like I was threatened on Twitter and then there was a Reddit thing, yeah. people saying I was a racist. I mean, it's it's crazy. Yeah. It um. But do you see also, what I'm none saying? Of it, yeah, none of it is useful. And, yeah. And um, I, I don't. Is just a forum. I think it's a forum for trolls. I don't think any. I don't think. I think ninety percent of what. Uh, like I think people are like so curious about how people feel about them and if they're doing well and if the numbers are up and all that kind of stuff. And I, I don't think it makes any. You know, when you go to a comedy club, half those people are, they're not the same people. They're different people. They're yeah, that are saying. on your social media. You mean. It, yeah, I just don't know that it's a necessary thing. Like I'm not. I don't ever see. The only thing I ever saw that had a ripple effect was the podcast. And and other than that, my feeds are useless. And are you on you know, social media? All, all social media? Yeah. yeah, in in some form or another. You know, I usually use it to say the book's out or this is happening. You yeah. know, but um, I don't have a strong voice on there. I don't spend time crafting jokes for it. Uh, I like the, the one I like the most is Instagram because I do a one minute candy review. Oh, that's in cool. my attic. It's called Lonely Ghost Attic Stay at Home Candy Review Show, and it's really just about an old shutting comedian who's angry at American <laughs> candy and uh, has, a lot of, has a lot of opinions about candy. A lot of very uh, yeah, and is mad and very mad. I wish I just consulted. Well, what's your opinion her. about mounds? No. Oh, gross. You, yeah, no. Disgusting. Yeah. You don't I, like that? No, no. My grandma died. We're good. We <laughs> Twix, Kit Kat. Yeah, those are all, those are all decent. Hundred grand. Is good. The hundred grand is really yeah. good. Yeah, okay. Nestle's no. pretty good. Mouse, I don't care no. for Hershey at all. You don't. I think, no, Hershey's I think is too boring. I think they're 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 chocolate is garbage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they've now they've tried to make like a thing that's cream, like a cream. I, I don't, I don't even know what it is. I'm yeah. like, why don't we get good at chocolate first? What I is feel this? like we're candy soulmates because I agree with everything you've said. Yeah, I feel like they. I also feel like you know Reese's is so cynical. Like they're look, look, we put our candy inside of our candy. We eat it again. <laughs> look, we put, look what we did. We put the Reese's peanut butter pieces inside. Look, there's a cup inside of a cup. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's like step <laughs> up, Hershey. You know. <laughs> Like I go there, there's 400. Like if you make if you make 400 Reese's choices, I'm gonna just go get a whatchamacallit because that's all that is. Yeah, and yeah. I've probably been suckered into eating Hershey accidentally, but I'll still I will. And the thing is, the Reese's peanut butter cup's perfect. It's yeah. perfect. Like for so whatever yeah. the reason, original. they got it right. The original. Right. And then after that, they played games with it, and you're like. There's like pieces, Reese's pieces. Right, Reese's, yeah, like, like but when many. you put the pieces inside, and then you're trying to put that all in a thing that's all a cookie, and then when you make a cookie and you're trying to tell it it's a candy, it's like, you know, go fuck yourself. Seriously, it's like... It's that would like, be a great candy name, go fuck yourself. It's like you're in a whisper. To, you're asking me to yourself. eat Coachella. I don't know what all of this is. It's too much, and it's all happening outside. I don't care for it. I, I think they had extra ingredients, and they're like, we need to do other stuff with this extra stuff. But why don't they invent something? Why don't they? There's no pioneering. You know what I mean? They yeah. basically stick within their format, which I suppose makes sense. I don't know. I it just uh, um, and also I think because candy, it's sort of like it, it's sort of like the thing that happened with McDonald's, where it was like it was a hamburger place, and then people like now it's like a Starbucks, place, and then it became yeah, and it just <laughs> fucking ribs and shit. You know where I like to get my pork? Most of my pork products. If I'm gonna have a nice rib, if I'm gonna make a rib choice, that's exactly where I'm gonna go. But I'd like it as a sandwich, and then with some weird onion on it, and uh, like it's. So then they became this like sort of bad supermarket of shitty food, yeah. and, then, and then in and out goes. Well, you just make burgers, and people went, "I like that." Just yeah. do the thing that you do well and be specific and good at it until it's perfect. Yeah, you know, and and leave it there. But uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, so if you were to make your own candy, what would it be like? Just you. you I wouldn't go into it because then I'm I'm not. I want candy is a thing that I want to be surprised by, and I want right. you to be good at it. You're in charge of it. Just okay. don't blow it. Like when Skittles put spices in, now they put spices in there. Oh, that sounds spices. gross. Why would you? Why? Right. Who, oh, man, you know what I was hankering for? I love those strawberry Skittles, but if they had cumin in them, <laughs> I could really knock my shit around. Oh, or any kind of, like a paprika, or where are you going with that? Just so if it was hot. What if it was just oddly hot, and not even the good hot, like the kind of hot that you go, this feels like I only ate part like part of a Mexican food recipe, yeah. but not the whole thing. Yeah. With a Skittle in it. With a Skittle in it. So, so do you think uh, Charlie Bucket would have fucked up Willy Wonka? Do, do I think Charlie Bucket? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I mean... I, the, that was they were constantly innovating yeah. candy to you know be different things. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they would have become a sport drink company probably, right? Yeah. Kind, or like they would have gone into um, uh, you know vitamins or whatever. <laughs> That's probably why uh, yeah. Gene Wilder said no more sequels. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do movies about vitamins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The vitamin man can. Yeah, well, there's just a lot. Of, there's a lot of weird things happening. <laughs> 
I feel like I think very punny. I think I think Willy Wonka gets out at the right time because as soon as Charlie goes in, there's a lawsuit about about the enslavement of Oompa Loompas. Oh, that's <laughs> like true. people start investigating because now they've been inside and they've got plenty to say. Yeah. You know, and, and all the lawsuits with all the kids, like that girl, whatever, like fell through the egg thing and yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, meter. she deserved it though. Uh, but, yeah, but you don't uh, think her dad sued? Farouk Assault. Farouk Assault, yeah. yeah Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go to that daddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, Augustus Gloop. She was the again. one kid I did not like because she was just a bully. You know what I mean? Like, the other ones, like, they weren't, I mean, they weren't really, yeah, but they weren't bullies. You know what I mean? They were all annoying. Yeah, but Veroca was like Augustus was uh, was a, an addict. Yeah, he was right? a chocolate addict. Yeah, yeah, he was an addict. He contaminated the whole chocolate, and then yeah. they kept eating it. And, and the violet, <laughs> the girl that bad. like gum, the girl that like gum was just looking for an identity, and yeah. then and then finally got one as a blueberry. Like, exactly. She was like I'm the girl that chews gum, and I chew, you know, and then like yeah. that's, I think you should probably find something else to hang your hat on. And yeah. Mike TV. And Mike TV just wanted to be in TV. Yeah, uh, that and he was. Be, that's everybody in this town. Yeah, I think. Yeah. You know. He just needed an agent instead of going to the shrinking machine. Yeah, and Charlie Bucket just wanted to drink bubbles and float with Grandpa. (laughs) Yeah, that was... He didn't even want to do that. That was more Grandpa's decision. Yeah, Grandpa bullied him. He's like, come on, Charlie, no one's going to (laughs) know. Right? Grandpa was a jerk. They got to clean the machines. It's like like you haven't walked for 20 years, all of a sudden you want to fly? Yeah, yeah. But without that, there's not that speech at the end, which is the greatest turn of a character when when he reads him out. Or you know, getting inside the machine when he goes, "Good day, sir." You know uh, that Willy Wonka speech is the best. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, definitely. Do you think? Because like I, I think I'm glad that I don't. I think actually, but I actually was talking about this the other day. I think the reason why Charlie Bucket is such a remarkable character is because the reason is is he didn't care about the money or the chocolate. He gave Willy Wonka back the everlasting gobstopper. And that's what Willy Wonka realized. Okay, this kid is the heart and soul of it. You know what I mean? Right. He had no intention of taking it. Exactly. It to uh, uh, what's his name? And I feel like honestly, everyone who's seen that movie didn't realize that. You know what I mean? That he gave back the thing. Yeah. I feel like it was just uh, a moment where Willy Wonka was just being Willy Wonka. But right. That was the moment where he realized he picked the right kid. Right. You know. Right. Right. I, mean? right, I don't right. think he picked him yet until that moment. Exactly. Yeah, but he I didn't don't. Pick him yet. I, I think that was just such a slight. And maybe I just noticed it because, like, I'm so fascinated with, like, when I watch a movie, I, like, watch everything. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, that's what I noticed. And so the lesson is that uh, that uh, everybody's going to fuck up. Yeah. Everyone's going to make do something uh, yeah. impulsive and fuck up. But if, if but if your good qualities outweigh your bad qualities, you get a chocolate factory. Exactly. With <laughs> an elevator that goes sideways. Exactly. <laughs> they ever made the glass elevator, right? That's the second movie. Yeah, yeah, Have yeah. they ever made a glass elevator movie? No. I don't think so. And I, and, I, and I know why. is because uh, they didn't want the vitamin man. <laughs> right. They didn't want it to turn into like... We're the gonna, vitamin I, water. I, I think we got to get into supplements, guys, yeah. because candy's going to... Uh, sugar's going to bum people out in a few years. I think, I, I think Greg's realizing this podcast has no point. <laughs> I've been I've been circling that drink for a long time. <laughs> He's like, what time is it? <laughs> so, Greg, you have a new album coming out. Um, yeah, which you... is weird to say, right? Because it's a, just a yeah. it's a release. It's just a digital release. Oh, it's but, a digital. Release. You know, well, I don't have it. I don't. I'm not gonna. I, who would I give a CD to? Who would just go? Well, now this is a DreamWorks. Oh, DreamWorks. Well, <laughs> that's true. I'm you sure just they go, pitch it to the janitor. I'm guy. sure they'd love to go. What What am I gonna do with? Uh, what, what, do you have anything to play this on? I mean, I, there's a couple of hip kids that have cassettes. If you put out a cassette, but nobody wants a Greg Barrett cassette. Yeah. Uh, so it's an, on iTunes. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's, uh, 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 Reel it back in, Keith. Uh, Reel it back in. No, 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 I don't. No, no, it'll be, uh, yeah, it's um, um, uh, Rooftop. And, oh. and, you know, so they're they're putting it out. Is it stand up too? Or it's just a stand up oh, okay. record. It's just a, it's a, oh, it's, that's a, awesome. it's a, from uh, Minneapolis. Oh. I did it like, uh, what's it called? Acme? From the Acme Comedy Club, yeah, and the album's called "Why Are You In Here," and uh, which is a um, from my act where I talk about how when um, having kids now you you're like you gotta ask them a lot of questions and make sure they're okay and check in with them like you're in the fucking service industry. You okay? <laughs> <laughs> you got everything you need. You got, a bag, you got a backpack and a phone, and you're only and then and, and, and gender you can have whatever one you want today. It doesn't even matter. And uh, I don't know, man, I can talk to you. I don't. I can back it up. It's just I need you to fill this out for my manager because uh, we're running some specials. <laughs> anyway, anything I can get you. I just want. I'm Greg, and uh, or whatever you can call me. And uh, here's a pin. 
Uh-huh. And in fact, when I was a kid, nobody asked me how I was. How are you? You know, like that. Only yeah. people, the only thing people said was, "Why are you in here? Why are you in here? Get out!" Yeah. Like we were always sent out of people were go play. Parents were just get people, get get out. People yeah. were like my, there was just like a, adults were just people that were perpetually annoyed and kind of not not hundred percent sure why you were there. Like. Exactly. Ah, I knew he had you, but I didn't know it was going to be this. Like, you being <laughs> in rooms and shit. Yeah. Could you go out? I don't, ah, I'm always just harried about you. And also, because we had no toys or, you know, there was like Devices. six toys. There was nothing to yeah. do. So you, but you were like, hey, let's put this knife in a couch. And they're like, fuck. You're like, I just want to <laughs> see what it fun. sounded like. Yeah. They'll go outside and fall off a tree or something. Do you think yeah. when people ask you how you're doing it in today's world, like, do you think people actually care about the answer? Do you think they, like, society is just so programmed to say, how are I you doing? I think parents are more aware. No, I'm not talking about just in parents. General, yeah, I think, in general? I think you know who cares and doesn't. Yeah. You know? And most people are just thinking of something to say. How's yeah. it going? You yeah. Know? And sometimes you do. But I think most people, like, if you, uh, you know, uh, I think there, I think there's also an answer for a person that's not your deep best friend. Right. You know, like, how's it going? Oh, I don't know, man. I might have to have my hip replaced. Like, that's not for everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? How's it going? Good, I'm man. Fine. Yeah, I'm yeah, fine. Good. Uh-huh. yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> too. Two most uh, harmful words lie. Two, two biggest lies in the. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, whenever <laughs> someone asks me how they're doing, I just say, okay. Okay. And then they're like, wait a minute. There's also a thing like with Snapchat where if you, how much of your face you show in it, like there's a whole, I don't know, I'm glad I'm not a teen. I'm not on Snapchat. Yeah. I try not to like. Are you on Snapchat? I, I, no. I let my, I let my wife be the, the, like, it, it, we sort of, it's sort of like uh, coverage. Uh, my wife does the up close stuff, you mm-hmm. know, and because also I have two girls, but my wife does the up close stuff and then I just hang back. I'm the guy that like, I don't even. I knock before their door. Like right. I, you know, I don't come in. I the let them guy. have all the. Well, also, well, like, you, you should. Just know, it's respect. You just yeah. know that, like, uh, I, I'm somebody shouldn't ask you a question. Somebody should be the one that sort of like, if you want to tell me. Oh, got it. You know, like, I mean, I'm the like if one of them. If they fuck up, they're gonna call me. Right. They're not gonna call Mira because they Mira is too serious and too important. And I'm somebody that's like, oh yeah, Dad's blown it. Dad's, dad's, dad's made some super. I mean, he talks about it on stage. He tried yeah. to drive. He drove a car into the ocean. So he's not a. He made a poor woman cry. Yeah, he made. Yeah, yeah. For just fuck you, <laughs> in a whisper style. Uh, fuck you. You're the worst person. I've been doing this for. I go. I've been doing this for 20 years. This is the worst show that I've ever had. Right. I go, I'll bounce back, but these people here in the audience, the other people who you wrecked the night for, they should burn their fucking money in the parking lot. <laughs> you are a beast. Yeah. Have you ever seen her again? I read your book. I don't think she's ever left her house. Oh. I think they took her to a... No, I don't know. No, I haven't. I'm yeah. single. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I read your book, I'm single. Yeah. Why doesn't he like me? Uh, God. That's the that's the uh, that is the unanswerable question. That yeah. is the that's the one you know people go, what's wrong with me or what am I doing wrong or whatever. It's really hard to, yeah. to know you know to answer. Well, see, I think like the best answer is like because I think uh, like I do comedy to like you know cheer people up and you know what I mean because I suffer from so much sadness and I don't want other people to suffer that. You know? Yeah. So like that's why I do comedy. I think there's two different like people call me an alternate comic. I don't think I'm. Do you think I'm alternate? I don't. Like alter- alternative? Yeah. yeah. No, I yeah. think you're very mainstream. Yeah. So Your like, stand-up's very mainstream. So like, I like to just cheer people up. You know what I mean? That's no. why I do comedy. And I think when people are so sad and they like you know, do that stuff, I think that there's something wrong with them because they're not doing anything to cheer other people up. Do you ever, do you go to comedy, like, did you go to comedy? Are you a comedy fan? Uh, before I started stand-up, yes. Yeah. I loved it. And were you? No, I didn't know anything about stand-up. I'd yeah. never watched stand-up. I, didn't. I used to sneak into the improvs when I was like 15. and Because uh, do you remember the old Irvine where they had that door by yeah. the parking lot? Yeah. I, they always left that door open. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you would yeah. sneak in? And I would sneak in. And I, I saw you there one. I saw Kevin Nealon. You know, and like I just became so fascinated with comedy and how these guys were cheering this entire venue. You know, That's people, so interesting. You know what I mean? So... And uh, I didn't have any friends, too, because, like, I have, you know, with my Asperger's, I'm very hard at, you know, socializing. So, like, I'd go by myself and just, you know, they people ignored me, too. So Well, like, it's I, easier for you to sneak in with you by it, yourself. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, you know, my no one even knew my presence. So, like, I would just study comedy. 
Mm-hmm. That's how I started. And I was like, I want to be like all these guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like interesting. Cheering everyone up. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't have that experience, so I don't. Were oh. you not a comedy fan as well? Well, you wanted to do music. I was a, yeah. I mean, I um, I liked it. My parents were, my parents were, um, I, w- I grew up in San Francisco, so my parents uh, were a little bit before the Beatles, right? So they liked jazz and comedy. Right. You know, so they'd go see Bella Fitzgerald, but then then they'd get to see Bob Newhart, and then they would then they went out and they started just seeing comics at like the Hungry Eye and and the Purple Onion in San Francisco. So they saw you know everyone from Lenny to Phyllis Stiller, and they really liked it. And they had a lot of albums, they had a lot of comedy albums, and um, and I liked it when I was a kid. And I liked obviously I loved Cosby, and I loved you know there were there yeah. were a lot of them, and I just you know, but it was not my thing. You know, I didn't want to do it. Right. Uh, you know, I liked it, but I didn't. But after I I got an Aerosmith record. I'm like, well, I don't. I want to be a, a lady-looking dude. Like, I want. <laughs> like, this is what I want to be. Yeah. Like, I. I really like that. Was it? And so, it never uh, throughout the '80s and stuff. It just seemed I was so uh, narrow-minded and mm. focused on what was cool. And so, comics were like, man, I don't know. I remember I was like, we, we, a bunch of guys were gonna go see Jay Leno when I was in college. I was like, ugh. <laughs> I saw Brad Garrett in a bar and I walked out. And then then, I say this, I say this not because they're bad, but because that's who I was, you know? Right. Um, If you weren't the replacements, I was like, I don't even understand what we're doing with our time or why I'm not on ecstasy running through a graveyard. Like, that's what I want to do skateboard or whatever. And uh, that all sounds much cooler than it was. I wasn't great at any of it. But, but I, but, um, uh, so I just didn't. I had it in a compartment in my head, and then I saw a guy named Jake Johansson. Oh my do stand-up, god! I love and at Jake. the time, he looked almost exactly like Elvis Costello. He was just incredibly timely, cool, hip, and different. And his stand-up was sort of odd and disjointed. And I, it blew my mind. Yeah. And I just suddenly went, "Oh wow, that's an odd, that might be a cool thing to do." Uh, he was supposed to play Kramer on Seinfeld. What's that? He was supposed to play Kramer on Seinfeld. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. And he and he um, he passed and, it up. Yeah, and he would have been great, but it just was a. Um, uh, but yeah, so that was my like my thing, and so um, that that's what drew you into comedy a little bit. Yeah, like yeah. and then also people would always say you could do it, you should do it, you should do it, and I'd be like, ah, no, no, no. And then eventually I was like, well, I'm out of options. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking waiting tables. I'm in a shitty band. And my mom sure, said, why not? My mom told me to go in. She told me to go audition for an improv group, and I did. And they were called Crash and Burn, and um, Margaret Cho was in the group. And oh, I um, bet she burned a lot. She uh, she. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> the whole group was like, my daughter did some improv the other day. She's sixteen. She did a UCB intensive for a week. Oh, that's cool. She was unreal. I blew my mind. But I mean, she was better than our whole group was ever the entire time as adults. Oh wow! Um, but we just weren't that good. But Margaret said you should try stand up. You really should. Yeah. So I went and did it, and then then there was no looking back. Oh. You know, I really liked it, and I didn't know. I think I don't think I would have done as well if I had studied it because I would have been too intimidated by you know my approach to it was really like just gut level like I hope this works and maybe it will and I'll figure it out but if I watch too much I will copy yeah you know or I'll go no I shouldn't do this you know we we got the light which means we have three minutes or something but uh we had one Twitter we had a lot of Twitter questions but I had one that I actually thought was really funny uh this is from pink puff girly four six two eight uh, it said, "Greg, out of all your hairstyles, which one was your favorite?" Oh, that's a that's a, yeah. a good one. I really actually like the blue. I like the blue mohawk I had not that long ago. Oh. Uh, maybe uh, yeah. I like the. I had a straight up mohawk. Um, yeah, in yeah. my fifties. I grew up time I was fifty. I like that one. Well, yeah. Pretty good. I, I've for seen some. 50. I've had a, a couple of mullets. I've had some. Yeah, I had yeah. some bad Duran Duran hair ones. <laughs> well, a lot of people know you for your hairstyles. It's, too. My hair is uh, um, always there. Yeah. My hair always makes it. And I just looked at album cover pictures, and people are like, "I like your hair in this one." I'm like, yeah. I, "How about the record?" <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a gesture. Was I funny? It's a, it's a gesture. You're doing that. You're doing your, you're doing your thing. We, we should we should get Greg at the rec room. I think he'd have a blast. Oh, what is yeah. that? Uh, it's a it's a new comic club in Huntington Beach. It's like 150 and, people, 200 people. It fits 150 people. people. That sounds great. You want to do it? Yeah, low ceilings. Yeah, yeah. I'll show it. you a picture after. I'll, let me know. I'd love right. to do it. Oh, awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. All right. Well, we're running out of time. Rosie, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, just my social media. Follow me on Twitter at funnyrosie. 
and on Facebook at Funny Rosie. All right, and tweet her to you know, so we could ruin your marriage, and that'd be great. <laughs> oh yeah, let me just say really quickly that uh, <laughs> I, uh, why are you in here comes out uh, the second week of July, uh, and uh, how to keep your marriage from sucking comes out July seventeenth as well, and um, uh, and then we have another book coming out in January of nineteen called We Used to Be in Love and Now We Work Here. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, that's it. And then we have a movie we're going to pitch. And she's just have, not she's that into you. Not that into you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, John Cusack. Just <laughs> a man with Asperger's who just keeps asking the same girl the same question every day. Even though that's not really what Asperger's is. But we, we're, gonna, we're also, even though we have somebody who has it, we're going to do the stereotype. Yeah. Person. It's just hilarious. Exactly. Not realizing that everybody, that, that Revenge of the Nerds is just about uh, people on the spectrum. Oh. When you go back and look at those movies, you go, oh, those are all mannerisms of people on the spectrum. And now we're just and we're just making fun of them yeah how about that yeah. think about that and the date rape time. scene I yeah <laughs> i didn't see that but no i totally agree because like they hollywood likes to yeah they totally like to it's not really complimenting them it's more insulting them well when you think about it it's just a stereotype you got a guy with a pen protector who has to say the same thing over and over and over yeah. again and dresses a certain way and has to have certain things and then you make different versions of that and all you're doing is seizing on a uh, an attribute that exactly. people have when they have some sort of you know something on whatever on the spectrum i suppose yeah, yeah. i should make it clear that in she's not into you he gets the girl oh so, just so yeah surprisingly yeah surprisingly I don't, I think I think he shouldn't get the girl. Oh. That's what they, that's the mistake they made. Anyway, <laughs> you gotta end your show. <laughs> All right, great. That was awesome, man. Uh, if you guys like the show, uh, subscribe on iTunes, rate and review because we need the love. Greg, thank you so much for doing it, man. It was real awesome. Dude, it was awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Rosie. And uh, Rosie, thanks for stepping in for Alan Lee. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, that was awesome. All right, I should end the show. And thanks to the caller who called. <laughs> and hung up. Yeah, man. Look, it, 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 it's a game of inches, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, first you, get, first you make the call. That's all right. Hang up the phone. You did it. Come back tomorrow. You know, it's a progress. So the next time if you call, just say hello. You don't got to stay in the conversation. You can hang up right after yeah. that. But piece by piece, you'll get this thing. I never had calls, so I thought that's what you say. Like, because I used to learn from Larry King, you're on the air. You know what I mean? <laughs> So that, I did that. Again. Yeah. Well, that's a nervous making for some people. They're like, oh, I didn't know I was going to be on the air. I thought this was a podcast. <laughs> they don't know. All right, guys. That was awesome, man. You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee right here on LA Talk Radio. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcast. Give us some feedback. Good, honest, terrible, doesn't matter. Also, follow us on social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Razor Riffs. I am also on Stereo if you would like to chat with me there. www.stereo.com slash KeithRaza. And on Cameo, www.cameo.com slash Keith Reza. If you enjoyed the show, please send us a donation on the Anchor app. We really do appreciate it, and we'll rift with you again soon.